0: Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.
1: Well, for those who celebrate the Gregorian year. Happy New Year to you all. Israel News Talk Radio is here. Even more empowered to serve you. We have, as I've said, and I've talked about lately in my shows, not just radio, but now we are branching out just a little bit into video. But it's so much fun, I have to tell you. You can be part of our live audience to watch some of these videos being taped live. And if time allows, we'll even bring you on the air to be able to ask your own questions to our guests. Just go to our homepage at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com and on the top of the page is a menu bar going across the top. Just click on videos and you'll be able to see them there. Or you can just put in a search for video. I think they'll probably come up for you as well. Some of my latest interviews I've done have been with Dr. Lee Merritt, that video, um, that interview called Brainwashing, Lockdowns, Isolation, and Masks. Now, whether you're vaccinated or not, it doesn't matter. We're all in this together and we're all suffering the regulations of the COVID pandemic together from our governments. So let's stick together. Let's be together. It doesn't matter whether you're vaccinated, not vaccinated, it's irrelevant because we need to get our freedoms back. Um, there's another one interesting that I did with a monk in Rome. That one was called The War Against God. Again, if you go to our homepage at Israelnewstalkradio.com, you're going to find these videos The War Against God, Brainwashing, Lockdowns, Isolation, and Masks. And another one with, that I do with Dr. Zelenko, and a I was on a panel. This is called "We Have the Ruby Red Slippers to Halt the COVID Tyranny Placed Upon Us," and that's not just in Israel, but all over the world. Today on the show, we're going to be talk about we're going to be talking about trends for this next year of 2022. China not becoming a superpower, our guest says pandemic is far from over our guest says supply shortages global inflation and the usa being an ex superpower and travel what is going to happen with travel this year he has his ideas of, of and tells us what is trending in these fields so stay tuned for this very interesting show we're going to be right back with a lot of information for you we'll be right back bye All right, we are back here at the Tamar Yona show on Israel News Talk Radio.com. and it is the new Gregorian year of 2022. Did you see the memes going around saying, I didn't know 2022 was 2022? In other words, we're going to have another um, year like 2020. Okay, so what are the trends? What's trending now? Where do we uh, think we may be going in this next year and onward? Our guest said that uh, he believes China is not going to be becoming a superpower. The pandemic is far from over, he says. There's going to be supply shortages, global inflation, The USA will be an ex-superpower. And what about travel? Where is that going to go or not go? Our guest today is Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. He's a researcher, former lecturer at Ben-Gurion University, and has authored over 80 books and 400 research papers on science, history, and more. He commentates on Mideast and world issues. I want to welcome to the show Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. Thank you. Alrighty, righty. So 2022, it's a new year. People are trying to kind of like erase the past and have a brighter future. What do you see trending?
0: Well, what, what happened was two years ago, exactly two years ago, actually, uh, tomorrow will be two years exactly, I wrote a report with uh, prognostications for the coming decade. It was the third day of the third, of the third decade of the third millennium. I thought it was sort of appropriate to look at look look at the future a little bit. So looking back at the, uh, what happened in those two years, clearly I did not predict COVID. But COVID, as a matter of fact, and I would say interestingly, hasn't really changed anything. It's only accelerated the processes that we already saw. Um, so basically everything that I wrote there, and I'm shocked to say this, um, has continued on track. I don't seem to have made any noticeable errors in what I wrote two years ago.
1: Can I have next week's lotto numbers?
0: I don't do that stuff.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Just my luck. Okay, go ahead.
0: (laughs) So, okay, let's start with China. Now, China, and everybody's talking about, you know, uh, 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 that China is is this big bully and it's, 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 it's building up its military and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we need to be take that into account i mean none of you know none of this is 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 in any way trivial um uh uh one item in terms of china bullying that people should be aware of and i think it's global um uh, 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 importance China is deploying now lethal automat- automatons lethal robots along the bo- its border with india. these are not robots with a it's called man-in-the-loop robots um, operated by an operator at some, uh, 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 some base uh, uh, somewhere else. These are totally autonomous robots, supposedly, driven by artificial intelligence, and they are lethal. That means that the world needs to take notice. This is something that is uh, 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 highly dangerous. No one knows what the ramifications of this will be. But we all know that the ramifications will be very, very lethal to a lot of people. And if China is deploying them, others will as well.
1: When you say robots, do you mean more like these drones that go and fly like a swarm, swarm of bees and get their victims? Well, first of all, they're not, they're not
0: uh, 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 flying. They're, they're ground-based. Ground okay. But basically, yes, they're, 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 they're these like uh, little carts with a machine gun on, ty- on top and, and uh, uh, vision and uh, uh, other sorts of sensors. And w- what exactly their criteria for shooting are, we don't know. But um, uh, basically, these are things designed to kill people without prior warning by criteria that we do not have control over, that no human being is controlling. And as I say we includes the Chinese. So we don't really understand what's going on. We know that these things are extraordinarily
1: lethal. And why is it on the the Indian border?
0: Border with India because the Chinese Han um, uh, people don't have the um, physiology to operate at high altitudes and very cold weather. So they've been losing every every account that they that they have with the. With the Indians, and as I've said before on this show, 75% of the people in Chinese military are single sons to their families. So Chinese soldiers really don't want to get in harm's way very much.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: So this is an interesting development. Um, One of the things we need to take into account about China is why did China choose this time to take over Hong Kong? I mean, what's the big deal? They had this agreement with the, with the British about uh, uh, one nation, two systems, and they broke their word. Now, I mean, everyone knows the Chinese word is not worth a great deal. Communism, communism doesn't exactly keep its promises. But why now? Why have the Chinese taken over Hong Kong? And the answer is very simple, but, but people don't, aren't aware of it. Hong Kong had its among its other separate issues that it had, it had separate currency reserves from Chinese from the Chinese. In other words, China took over Hong Kong to get $400 billion in foreign currency re- reserves that Hong Kong had. And they need this because of $1 trillion in two areas. China's spending as much as a $1 trillion on its so-called Belt and Road Initiative, well, at the same time, over the last two years, Chinese, the Chinese government has caused all of the Chinese Texas ses- sector to have lost a trillion dollars in value. So the Chinese economy is in very bad shape. They needed the Hong Kong uh, currency reserves basically for survival. And that's very important because of what you said in your, in your opening, China, uh, uh, the, the chances of China being the next superpower uh, are getting slimmer all the time. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not making a prediction here. I'm not saying they will or they won't. But their chances of doing that are shrinking, not growing.
1: Hmm. Okay, interesting.
0: Let's go there from there to Wuhan, China, to the pandemic. Is the pandemic over? Far from over. What we need to understand right now is that, um, and I'm going to be very accusatory here, so if people don't like that, then you can shut their ears for a moment. Um, most of the people involved in this at the upper echelons, like companies, uh, 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 Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, are making unbelievable quantities of, of money, of profits out of, these, out of this pandemic. There's, nobody really has an interest in the pandemic ending. Hmm. Nobody really wants to. Certainly the Democratic Party in the United States doesn't want to. They're they're, they're using this, squeezing it and, and, and taking the the uh, 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 everything they can out of it, and they're taking great advantage of this it. just we all we're all Never aware of the uh, expressions. Don't waste a don't waste a crisis. Yes. Well, they're not wasting this crisis at all, are they?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so, Omicron is far from the last the last uh, variant that we'll see. Um, and something that people should be aware of, whether you like the uh, World Health Organization or not, they made a statement at one point that the pandemic will only end when the entire world reaches seventy percent vaccination. But the biggest impediment to that is the booster shots. In other words, all of these companies driving the reaction to the virus are increasing the virus. Because if you make certain that the boosters get to, I don't know what, um, uh, Toronto or London or Paris, but not to, uh, I don't know, uh, Uh, johannesburg then then you're not limiting the virus virus is worldwide it does not have a locale
1: right and you know some people are saying that the that the omicron is since it's a weaker form of the original variant or the original um corona that it would be better, actually, for people to get the Omicron so they could get the antibodies they need, but not have to have a, as much of a dangerous um, you know, reaction as when, you know, when this first came out. What would you say to that?
0: I, I would, look, I'm not, a, I'm not a medical doctor, so I, I need to be careful how I phrase this. I would say that, that there's, there's intelligence behind that statement. I do not know the ramif- the full ramifications of it. Um, clearly, uh, um, um, uh, um, uh, natural immunity is always much stronger than um, uh, the immunity that one can get from any of these uh, vaccinations. Um, as you know, I, I do not place a great deal of trust in these vaccinations. I, I think they were incorrectly researched and incorrectly developed from the very beginning. Um, but aside from that that's my own personal opinion i don't i don't expect anybody to uh, uh, pay too much attention to me on that issue um, clearly a, a natural immunity is, is is far preferable so and that logic what you just said makes sense but again i'm not a medical doctor i, I i'm not really qualified to expand on that overly
1: all right we have to go to a break um when we get back we're going to talk about the pandemic well you just said it's far from over supply shortages global inflation the usa being an ex-superpower travel and more don't go anywhere everybody we're going to be back after the break
0: So join me, Steve Miller. And me, Matt Zucker. For Lighting Up every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Israel. Only on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com.
1: We're back here at the Tomorrow Gunner Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, and we are speaking about trends in 2022, this year that has just begun. Our guest is Dr. Mordecai Ben-Menachem, and we spoke about how China looks like it may not be the coming superpower, which is a surprise for many. Uh, The pandemic is far from over, our guest says. And we're going to start now with supply shortages. And I think, you know, when I read that, I get a little bit um, uneasy because nobody wants to be able to have to go to the supermarket and the shelves are empty. There's no... Fruits, vegetables, uh, parts for your cars, or things that you need to repair—that these uh, or whatever it is you're doing, even building a new home—you can't get the supplies that you need. It's very um, concerning supply shortages. What can can you tell us about that?
0: Well, first of all, these two subjects are actually intimately linked: supply shortages and global inflation. As everyone everyone is aware, um, when something is in short supply, this price goes up. So we're seeing supply shortages already now. These supply shortages, in theory, should uh, be ameliorated fairly soon. I mean, uh, 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 um, and the United States has some fellow who is the, um, um, what do they call it, Secretary of Transportation or something like that, who has proven, proven himself to be as, as big a, Incompetent as as the vice president, if that's even imaginable, um, but it's only a matter of time before someone gets in there and solves the problems, right? It's so just it's only logistics. Logistics isn't that hard. Well, it's not quite that simple. Um, supply shortages are very complex. What we're seeing now is not only a result of the um, pandemic, which is what people thought at the beginning, but also a result of Um, uh, the uh, uh, manufactured climate crisis as well. Um, Because if there's insufficient uh, fuel around, then um, you can't do all sorts of other things like move ships. Or what's even more important, and this is the main point here, you cannot manufacture fertilizers. Now, the biggest supply shortage that we will be seeing particularly during 2022, but not only 2022. Some of this will have ramifications at least for the next three or four years. At least the next three or four years. There will be an enormous shortage of fertilizer. Shortage of fertilizer, let me just give you a, a, a brief picture of what this means. Okay. Shortage of fertilizer, for instance, um, that means that the corn crops in the United States, the maize that are used to make uh, uh, ethanol— as an alternative to part of the um, uh, uh, of fossil fuels, can't grow the corn as much, so there'll be a shortage of ethanol for, ad, for as an additive to the to the gasoline, um, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. We're talking about many many aspects here of things that uh, um, uh, what we call in, in terms of risk management a cascade of risks. Now. In parallel with that, another thing that's that's come come uh, become apparent over the last week is that China has been buying up enormous quantities of grain around the world. They now have hoarded 50 percent of the world's grain production, hmm. and they're storing it in enormous storehouses and in many cases storing it outside. Why are they storing? Massive quantities of grain outside where it will basically spoil. No one seems to know. But China has been buying up massive quantities of grains. And not only grains, by the way, also uh, uh, grains and, and cereals and, and, and beans and all sorts of things like that, things that are normally kept for a long time. Are they doing this in order to encourage inflation? We do not, we do not know, but that is one of its effects. <clears throat> um so we're seeing that supply shortages and global inflation go hand in hand they are both they are both growing they are both growing quickly and they will continue to grow do not expect inflation to be ameliorated uh, during during 2022 even in the fourth quarter we do not see any reason right now why the inflation should be um, uh, halted. Um, What usually happens in times of inflation is we lower the the central banks, lower interest rates to make cash more available. But this inflation has been caused, among other things, by extraordinarily low uh, 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 interest rates for a long time. We've had a decade, more than a decade, of interest rates, rates which are Close to zero. So are we going to be seeing negative interest rates? That's very, that's that, that may be likely towards the end of 2022. Negative interest rates. In other words, if you cash in a bank, you will pay the bank for the pleasure of storing your cash with them.
1: You're making all of us want to go back to 2021. <laughs> well, you did say 2022, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. All right. So and, you know, if there is a fertilizer shortage, wouldn't that just affect all of the food chain, the food supply around the world globally?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Correct. So are yeah. we looking at starvation or are we looking at just that you no, won't be able to have we're looking
0: at starvation? We're looking at a, a uh, um, uh, many places will have to people will need to rethink their dietary needs. In other words, um, uh, um, 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 um. um Buy locally more, more, than, more than things that come around. In other words, if you're accustomed to, I don't know, if you're living in, in some place that does not normally have uh, uh, all year round, I don't know what, um, uh, melons, and don't expect to have melons all year round because they won't be around.
1: Mm-hmm. But do you think so, there's going to be starvation?
0: I don't think it'll be starvation. It'll be problems. We'll, mm-hmm. we, we will st- see starvation in the more problematic areas like certain, uh, many countries in Africa, certainly. And I think that is um, one of the intentions here. Um, uh, um, um, the, the Europeans have, do not have a exactly have a history of liking the Africans, liking the, Afri- they like the African continent and they, they like to steal the, the resources, but they do not have a liking for the people of Africa. Uh, so we will be seeing starvation in some places in Africa, probably more towards 2023. And I don't think I don't expect to see a lot of that in 2022. Um, but we will be seeing some problems. People should be aware that there is not, there, there are natural fer- fertilizers that people have forgotten. You don't have to use chemical fertilizers. You can use manure, for instance, if it's done correctly. And Israel, for instance, uses a great deal of manure. But
1: um, you can also uh, make your own uh, uh, compost it, it's more if you complex to do that. You can make compost for your for yourself also if you're in the situation you're, that you're able to do that. Clearly. Anybody who ha- Anyone who's listening to us and is a,
0: a, a, in any way a, a, a farmer or an agriculturalist or has um, some, some things that they do, be aware that there are ways to make natural fertilizer that are not expensive and that, that can be done, but you need to learn how to do that. Should, are, are you stocking up on food? Well, I don't exactly stock up. I, I generally I generally keep two weeks ahead. On almost everything except things like milk and things like that, but right. uh, 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 non uh, some things I keep. I keep ahead. I certainly always have um, uh, a supply of grains that can last me um, uh, um, many weeks. Um, uh, uh, for instance, just as an example, rice. I usually buy a five a five kilo sack, which is good for me for half a year. Um, and I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm just I'm just at the point where I need to do that again uh, right now. And I just looked at it in the in the shops, and it's not expensive. But I expect these thing, these
1: prices, to go up. Okay, so rice is good because it's filling, and you can store it. Much uh, has a long shelf life. All right, very interesting. All right, so let's. Uh, you know, we have a lot to uh, go through. So supply shortages, you've talked about. People should be aware of that. Global inflation. What are the, what is the trends there?
0: Well, as I said, the global inflation will increase. We not will not we will not be seeing a a drop in inflation rates. The inflation rates will continue to rise and will continue to be high for the foreseeable future. Certainly through 2022, I would expect. I would expect that they would continue in this in this trajectory in in the next year as well. Um, and it's difficult to predict beyond that. There are a lot of question marks here that are not, that are unclear. But global inflation is something that will continue. And will continue for at least the coming months. I would expect at least eighteen months. But as I said, predictions are always horrid, so we'll see.
1: All right. And and so, what do you base these trends on so far that you're telling us? What are you What are you looking oh, at? What, what, what causes What causes them?
0: How do you How do you know How, how,
1: do, uh, how do How
0: How do uh, uh, How do we get results? on on a global on a global scale when we're, when we're looking at for instance uh supply shortages what causes the supply shortage what causes uh uh what can ameliorate them uh, is it only a question of a shortage of of shipping containers well that that's one aspect but that's certainly not the only aspect and there are many other aspects as well these things are complex and you need to look at the cause and effect and and and, and it's not always clear which exactly is the cause and which exactly is the effect. And it's not only always clear what we call, what I mentioned before, the, the cascades, how, how one affects another.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, when we get back on the other side of the uh, Fox News update that we're going to be having on, we're going to be talking about the United States being an ex-superpower also, travel—where does it leave us, <laughs> literally—and uh, some more uh, topics as well that I'm not sure I even quite understand. So you'll uh, talk about that when we get back. Don't go, away. don't go away, anybody. We'll be right back.
0: Are you tired of political correctness and the fear that you might offend someone?
1: I'm not afraid to offend you. Wow, look who's talking tough. One well, has to be tough to keep sane today.
0: Hi, I'm Alan Skorsky.
1: And I'm Bailey Seabrow.
0: And join us every Wednesday for the definitive wrap as we interview the most sought-after guests and expose progressive trends that masquerade as enlightenment, but actually destroy our freedoms.
1: We are the No Wolf Zone, so buckle up for this exciting show. Buckling up,
0: but I'm driving.
1: (laughs) Sure, you can drive, but I'm the navigator.
0: Tune in for the No Nonsense, the definitive rap show, every Wednesday on Israel News Talk Radio.
1: All right, we are back here at the Tamar Yana Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. This is our last segment. We have so much to go through. Our guest is Dr. Mordecai Ben-Menachem. We're talking about trends for 2022. You wanted to start out with the United States. You say that it's going to become an ex-superpower. Tell us about that.
0: I'm saying that it already is an ex-superpower. Um, you can't be a superpower if your allies fear you and your enemies do not. Which is the present situation with the United States? Um, uh, 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 France, America's oldest ally, um, uh, um, does not trust, ver- verbally, very ver- verbally, does not trust the United States. Australia does not trust the United States. They say it openly. So your allies do not trust you. They don't. They don't really believe in you they fear you they fear the united states the enemies like russia iran venezuela china north korea openly scoff at the united states is the united states still a superpower why because it has a lot of airplanes that's not sufficient so there's a big problem there united states needs to begin to rethink itself The violence in the streets today, uh, New York, New York City, the premier city of the United States, has had a 50% rise in homicides over the last two years. That is an unbelievable number. Los Angeles has 85,000 people who are considered homeless, 85,000 in one city. Is this not a human rights tragedy as 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 awful as the human rights tragedies that the United States um, makes so much noise about in other places? I have friends who are Native Americans. They they certainly do not consider the United States still to be something to be feared and a and a and a clear superpower.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the United States needs to start thinking about where it's going if it's going anywhere. So what does um,
1: that mean for the American people? Well, that means, for instance, that, that
0: the, the Biden man administration is not just inefficient and and, and, and and not doing a good job. It's much worse than that. It's much more significant than that. And what we need to find out is how long term is it? Can the United States recover from the problems that we're seeing now? And I would say that just to, to uh, I'll, I'll put this in in, in perspective. The problems we're seeing now did not begin with Biden. They began with Carter and Clinton, and they will not and they will not end with Biden or with whoever replaces him. Since I have I have sincere doubts that he will last four years, but we'll see what that happens with that. But that's just that's just a separate question. Let's go on to the next subject.
1: Okay. Uh... The next, the next one is something that I'm concerned about, and that's travel. I, people have family overseas. They want to come. They want to come home if they've, they're out. Uh, flights are constantly being canceled now. Uh, new demands all the time, new regulations uh, regarding the COVID. What do we see there?
0: Well, the first thing I would say is that do not expect international tourism to return to what it was in 2019 any time in the coming four years, if at all international t- tourism is basically um at best uh uh totally dormant if not dead international tourism ad- as it existed is longer there if, if your business is with international tourists and you don't know where you're going start rethinking how you how you uh, uh plan your life because you are you are in big trouble big big trouble whether you're a tour guide or a, or a or a hotel owner, or whatever, you need to redefine your market, redefine how you uh, plan your 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 livelihood and everything around it. International t- tourism is not returning anytime soon.
1: Okay, um, what about uh, all of the regulations about mandating vaccinations and lack of staff in airlines? That's one reason for some of the cancellations.
0: That will grow. That will not shrink. Mm-hmm. There is no reason to expect at any time within the, within the coming, I would say at least 12 months, but I personally believe four years, there's no reason to expect that any of these things will change for the better. So, they will get worse.
1: So do you think that people for the time being should minimize their travel if at all possible? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because they might get stuck?
0: travel. I think you should plan to minimize your travel, in other words, use other means if you possibly can, like 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 electronic means. And when you when you can't, when you must travel, plan your travel very very carefully. Do not plan to think to to do things as as you would have done them two, two, three years ago. They, they, it will not work, and it will not work for a long time now.
1: All right. So in the next four to five minutes that we have, um, where would you like to take us?
0: Let's uh, let's just. Really quickly run over the, 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 the three subjects that we have, and then I want to get to uh, 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 finish off with, with uh, uh, something that will probably surprise a lot of people, okay? So uh, we've said that the Ch- uh, United States and China are not where they were and will not be going where people mo- mostly expect them to be going. Who will be going? Where, where will the world, what will the world look like in the coming few years? And my answer to that is that we're going to be seeing middle powers growing in their in their relative strength. We will be seeing all sorts of countries. Do not expect it to be France and Germany. They are not middle powers. They are dead powers. They are past tense powers. But expect to see other countries, some of them unexpected, rising up. Expect to see conglomerations. For instance, there's there's a, 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 there have been talks going on for the last few years of some sort of political combination, not a one country, but a combination between Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and, 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 uh, uh, and England. So expect things like that, initiatives like that to move forward, because people don't really have a choice. That's the only possibility with the United States in general retreat. And China not being a, capable of uh, of taking things where they where they claim that they want to take them, middle powers are going to grow. They're going to grow in strength, and they're going to grow in in uh, 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 what they can do and what they desire to do. And I would even go so far as to say, expect to see some sort of um, very interesting things happening in the Middle East. Like, well, uh, I, I, I don't want to use of of inflammatory terminology but expect to see other countries in addition to the ones that are signed on the Abraham accords start to be talking a very different talk than we've seen so far
1: regarding what regarding their own defense <clears throat> meaning that Morocco they that meaning that they they would cozy up to Israel the or they Trump would go Israel. against Israel sorry Meaning that they would cozy up to Israel more or that they would. Be, well, that, be going that, against they're going Israel. to change
0: their tones. They're going to change their tones very significantly. Um, uh, uh, Morocco is already buying defense systems from Israel. I would expect to see that in other countries as well. Um, uh, 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 China is trying to push Iran to be a, a regional power. Iran doesn't have the potential really to do that. They, they, they really don't have that capability. And so. But they do have the capability to be very, very dangerous. So we will be seeing countries like uh, Oman, uh, Bahrain, uh, 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 Kuwait in the Middle East, uh, but not only them, the ones that are directly affected and and threatened by Iran, but others as well, we will be seeing things that will change on the geopolitical on a geopolitical scale. We will not be seeing things like that happening in in Latin America, uh, but we may see things like that happen also in Africa. The Biden administration is attempting to foil that in the Horn of Africa. (coughs) Pardon me. So far, they have failed in that initiative as they've failed in almost every other initiative. But uh, uh, things like that are going on in many places in the world. In the Horn of Africa, as I said, in other places in Africa, we're seeing people talk very different from what they've been talking till now. Okay, another great trend that we should talk about, and I'm, I'm really just going to mention the, the next two very, very quickly. We only have a minute uh, and
1: a half. Sorry? We only have 90 seconds. Go. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, and I'll just mention two, two things, and I'll go to the, to the final one. Uh, the so-called great resignation. People should be aware that enormous quantities of people are changing the way to look at work. Work is part of your life, not your life. And the whole issue of sustainability, uh, the the COP26 in Glasgow was a total failure, was a ridiculous failure. Everything concerning the so-called climate crisis will change enormously over the next three years.
1: For the good of God.
0: The the final subject, which is really weird. There is a concept called geocosmologists, people that look at what's going on in terms of, uh, of geology and etc. and climate on other planets. People have noticed that there is an ice age going on in Mars and there is an expectation. And again, careful how you phrase things. 40% chance of a mini ice age here within the coming decade, 40% chance
1: on earth. Now you're saying on earth because yes. of Mars.
0: No, not because of Mars because of the sun. The sun is what really creates climate throughout the solar system. The sun is the arbitrator of what goes on on climate on all the planets within oh. its sphere, within its solar system.
1: D- Dr. Mordechai Bemenachem, we'll have to see if you're right <laughs> in another year from now. I want to thank you for coming on the show and thank everybody for being with us.
0: Okay, thank you. <clears throat> Do not scratch.